USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Money Wise with the Money Guys. I'm Ray Lance of USA Wealth Group, and across the table from me this morning is my son and partner and the president of USA Wealth Group, Pete Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good Sunday to you listening at home. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for making us part of your Sunday morning. The mission of USA Wealth Group is to help you protect your family and protect your money. It's that simple. We do everything we can to do that. Well, today we're going to be talking about a very important subject and a very complicated subject. It's called avoiding costly IRA missteps, the top 10 mistakes to avoid. But as part of this show today, we're going to be talking about what it means to set up an IRA account, when should you convert a 401k account into an IRA account, and should you do it while you're still working or when you leave work for the company where you have your 401k. There's just a lot of information. Retirement planning itself is is a very complex and, and difficult task. And if you make mistakes with your IRA accounts, it can have major consequences. So today we're going to be talking about some of the 10 common mistakes that people make with their IRAs. Everything from not handling rollovers correctly or not converting an older account into a newer account correctly making sure your beneficiaries are listed correctly. A lot of people forget that you don't only want to list a primary beneficiary, but you want to have secondary beneficiaries named. We're going to get a lot more into that topic. Beneficiary designation forms are extremely important and extremely important to look at at least annually. And we remind our clients of that every single time we meet with them. We call it a strategy session. We don't want to call it a review. We want to call it a strategy session because there's a lot of different things that you can do other than simply talking about your IRA account. We wanna make sure that you have a budget. We wanna make sure you thought about having an income plan, a social security plan. What happens if you started social security but you're still working, for example? Do you know that if you still work after starting social security, you're gonna still contribute to social security and it's gonna give you even more money? But we're here to give professional guidance and a lot of practical tips so you can recognize some of the issues and problems, whether you're already retired or whether you're thinking about retiring soon or somewhere in the near future. Maybe you need to figure out how do you optimize your current IRA strategy. It's complicated. It is, and although we do have a great deal of experience, and I just mentioned I've been doing this for almost 20 years, you've been doing it for longer, of course, we still do continuing education constantly, whether it's webinars or reading, reading newspapers. Um, you know, We're constantly getting fed information that we have to keep up to date with. Things change, laws change, but we just also wanna make sure that we're the very best of what we can be for you. And therefore, we don't just you know learn on our own here at the office or at our house. We constantly go on business trips uh, across the country to different um, seminars and, and learning sessions. Dad, you usually go to the Heckerling Tax Institute every single January in Orlando. Uh, it's all taxes from you know eight in the morning until five at night, Monday through Friday. Yeah, it's taxes and estate planning. Yep. And I went to uh, the. Uh, what's called Summer Symposium. It was Ed Slot. He's based out of New York City. Yeah, probably both. I've been to several of his conferences live. Uh, we subscribe to his uh, publications. We get the Ed Slot IRA advisor on a monthly basis. The funny thing is, just before doing the show in the last uh, two days, I received the August issue. And guess what? It has things that we're going to talk about today. Yep. And I went to uh, Indianapolis back at the beginning of June for a full Monday through Friday week-long session where Ed Slott presented uh, at his leadership program all about IRAs. Yeah, he's very good, and he's got an excellent team, which is how I like to describe what we do here. We've got a great team here. So here's some of the 
major questions that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be basically asking you some questions. For example, an IRA, an individual retirement account, can only be owned by an individual. I've had clients ask me, well, gee, if I'm doing a trust for estate planning, can't I put my IRA into the name of the trust? And the answer is no, you cannot. Only an individual can own an IRA, individual retirement account. If you try to put it into a trust, guess what? The whole thing is immediately taxable for income. But um, the most important thing that people have to know about IRAs in general is that this is money that you've never paid income taxes on. So every once in a while, we'll have somebody who says, why do I have to pay taxes on the money I take out of my IRA account? Why? Because you get a tax deduction. Typically, when you put the money in, you've never paid taxes on that money. And now when you take the money out, the government wants to collect its share of the taxes. Yeah, you can't, you can't uh, avoid that for sure. Roth IRAs, of course, are different. You don't receive the tax deduction, um, but you don't have to pay on the distributions. Um, we have lots of discussions about Roth conversions. They're certainly not appropriate for everyone, but they could be a, a really useful thing for some of you. They typically work out better for beneficiaries, but again, we can have that discussion uh, either with you in person or if you'd like, we're actually scheduling uh, Zoom conferences and we're happy to do a meeting over the phone or over a Zoom meeting. You know, that's important to mention, Pete because a lot of times it's just not convenient for somebody to come to the office, but we're happy to have a, a brief Zoom conference with you. It's fairly easy. We simply set up a time and agree with you. We send you an email with a link, and all you do is click on the link and start talking. You know what's interesting, actually, speaking of, I just read an article a few days ago that uh, Zoom, the uh, corporation, is requiring their employees to come back to work and head into the office. Yep, that's what they're doing. So, Pete, are you a taxpayer? I am. And I'm a taxpayer. So I always admired um, a lot of the quotations from Ronald Reagan. And one of the things he said once was, the taxpayer, that's someone who works for the federal government but doesn't have to take a civil service exam. Yeah, we all work for we the all federal work government. For the federal government, don't we? But just going back just a moment, we have offered Zoom meetings before, but we've never really promoted the fact that we can do those if you prefer. Uh, obviously, they became a big thing during COVID, and that was really the only way that you could meet in many cases. Uh, but we've been finding out that more and more people since COVID have preferred that they do a Zoom meeting or a phone conference instead of coming into the office. So. We're happy to uh, do that uh, if that's something that you prefer. And you just need to give the office a call at 508-998-8858 or send us an email saying you'd like to have a, a meeting scheduled uh, to info, I-N-F-O, at USA Wealth Group. Yep, good reminder. Good reminder. You know who Tom Lehrer is, don't you? He's a news commenter. Mm -hmm. So he once said, on my income tax 1040, it says, Check this box if you are blind. I wanted to put a check mark about three inches away. Yeah, that's really odd. I wonder if that's true or not. I don't know, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, anyways, I wonder if anybody listening today has ever considered rolling over their 401k account or 403b or 457b account into an IRA. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit because it gives you a lot more different kinds of investment options. There are reasons to do it. Maybe there's a few reasons not to do it. But Going back to uh, Ed Slot real quick, he's, he's a character. I mean, he's a lot more entertaining than I thought he would be. And we were talking about beneficiary forms. And, you know, he said the same thing, which is what you and I have always said, is check your beneficiary forms. Life happens. Life changes. People pass away. People get divorced. Uh, things happen. And you want to make sure that those are up to date. But he said something that I, I really thought was amusing. Uh, he said, review beneficiary forms every appointment uh, to make sure they're up to date. And he said, you know what I see when I look at beneficiary forms? You ever see that movie, The Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis? I see dead people when I look at beneficiary forms. <laughs> well, good for him. He's got a, a morbid sense of humor, I would say. But uh, do you have an updated beneficiary form in your IRA accounts at home? Uh, if you don't, you should have one. There have been some really famous cases uh, where people named somebody and then got married, never got around to changing the beneficiary form again, and then they died, 
And guess what? Their spouse did not get the IRA account. I've seen that a few times. There was actually an article that he held up. It was a famous uh, New York City case back in the 90s. Yeah, New Jersey, actually. Was it? Yeah, it was a New Jersey case. Uh, this, guy's, um, this guy passed away, and his wife received nothing. It all went to his sister because he didn't have his updated beneficiary form. Yeah, and it was well over a million dollars. Yeah. She appealed it all the way to the New Jersey Supreme Court and lost. Yep. So make sure you have those updated. IRAs don't generally pass through wills, um, so you really need to make sure that you have beneficiary forms because you're going to uh, avoid probate and have longer estate administration and legal fees if you don't have a defined uh, beneficiary. So here's a couple of the quick questions. Have you ever thought about um, the fact that it's different uh, for taxes? who you name as beneficiary. If you name your spouse as a beneficiary, the person you're married to legally, they can use their own life expectancy for taking distributions. If you name anybody other than a spouse, they basically uh, have a 10-year term to take the money out. So you need to be familiar with some of these rules. We'll help you with them. And another uh, topic that's been changing quite a bit since um, 2020 is are you familiar with the new required minimum distribution rules, RMD rules, and their impact on your IRA account? And guess what? The IRS is still working with them. They haven't finalized them yet. Yeah. So we're going to take a short break. and When we come back, we're going to talk about these and some other really important topics. Taxes are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. We all have to be concerned about them. One of the things that we like to do is to show you some things that you can do to make it better. So stay tuned and we will be right back you're listening to money wise with the money guys hosted by ray lance and pete lance if you have questions about retirement call today 508-998-8858 that's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan 508 998 8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise and welcome back to Ray Lance and Pete Lance talking to you this morning about IRAs and mistakes that people make with IRAs. So, Pete, how long do you think people have been writing about the nature of taxes and how unjust taxes can be sometimes? Um, B.C. <laughs> yes, B.C. is right. Plato said, where there is an income tax, the just man will pay more and the unjust man less on the same income. That was Plato. That goes back thousands of years. So people have been complaining and harassing about taxes for a very long time, haven't they? We're paying a lot more taxes now than we did when the Boston Tea Party happened, when they were all outraged <laughs> about the tea tax. Well, let's continue our, our little discussion here. Here's one from Will Rogers that says, the only difference between death and taxes is that death doesn't get worse every time Congress meets. <laughs> you got to remember one thing, because I, I don't, we don't like to make any political statement on this show, unless it's to blast all politicians in general, but we don't talk about Democrats, Republicans, Independents, because everybody's got their own biased views on what they think about those subjects. Well, but just remember this one thing. Let me just finish this one thought. It's not the president of any party who makes the decisions on taxes. For example, when Trump first became president, they called it the Trump Tax Act. It was not. It was a congressional tax act that happened to be enacted, and he signed it into law. But it's Congress that makes tax law. Well, we've only had an income tax for 110 years. Uh, taxes are certainly going to be going up in 2025. That's automatic going to happen. I think the income tax was first passed to help finance uh, the First World War, if I remember. Well, uh, let me think. That, that would be about right, yeah. Well, even so, Ben Franklin, my good old buddy Benjamin Franklin said, in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. Well, almost every time we have a seminar and taxes come up, you know, you have historically made it a point to ask the audience, do you think the taxes are going to go up or down in the next 10 years? And say, first, who thinks taxes are going to go up? And 90% of the audience raises their hands. Yeah, who thinks groceries are going to go up? Grocery prices, gasoline prices, holy cow. I filled up my car, it was 
$3.84 a gallon for gas. Yeah. I was shocked. Since like a week ago, it's gone up like 30, 35 cents. Yeah, and I like to put 89 in my truck. I don't necessarily need to. They say 87 is okay, but I like to put 89 because I've heard historically you can get like a knocking in that engine that I have if you continuously put 87 in. Well, congratulations. I'm looking at the difference in 87 <laughs> to 89 the other day thinking, geez. But um, anyways, yeah, uh, really quick little uh, interesting thing for you at home also is the feds need to raise taxes by 40 percent by the year 2030 or reduce costs and expenses by 30 percent well we have to which do you think is more likely to happen you think they're going to cut expenses by 30 percent or raise taxes by 40 percent well or some as we've talked about a lot on this show something like 53 percent of the entire federal budget goes for social security medicare and medicaid so i don't see those things being cut you would further impoverish a huge segment of the population, retirees and older people. But let's come back to our basic agenda here. Um, and by the way, just before doing the show this morning, I was on the computer, and um, there are two new events that we're going to be doing, one this week and next week, to learn more about taxes. You talked about staying up to date on taxes. One is uh, next week with Ed Slot. But have you ever considered converting your traditional IRA to a Roth IRA uh, for potential tax advantages? This is something that's uh, obviously much more appropriate for somebody with a fairly high net worth to think about. But there can be some distinct tax savings, uh, income tax savings for the next generation, and we've been doing more of that lately. And you always want to pay taxes at the lowest rates, which is really the next few years. Like I said, they're going to be going up in 2025. Um, you mentioned in the first segment, Dad, that a lot of people are surprised that they have to um, pay tax when they take an IRA distribution. I've had a lot of people express shock at that. And one of the things that Ed Slot said, he said, an IRA is an IOU to the IRS, and it's a growing problem. It is. <laughs> No, but I've had a number of people, especially the last two years, who have really been surprised. They didn't realize they had to pay taxes on their IRA when they take the money out. But they have never paid taxes on it. It's money that has never been taxed. Yep. And so anyways, the if tax rates go up, that's the tax-free accounts, which is you know the Roth IRA, become more valuable. But we want to talk to, uh, in a little bit more detail about some of the common mistakes that can really mess up your retirement plans, whether you're retired, if you're 55 or older, or near retirement or in retirement, a lot of these rules are still things that you can think about, plan for, and take advantage of. And that's what our job is here. And we will get into more detail on the RMD changes, the required minimum distribution changes that have been happening over the past three years. Um, another thing that a lot of clients will say is that they don't want to take an RMD. They don't need the money. They don't want the money. It's a nice problem to have. We have strategies for that. We have strategies for that. And one of them is to have um, the RMDs pay for a cash value life insurance policy. Sure. You can make more money for yourself. And some of the clients may not necessarily want it for themselves, but they can have life insurance for the kids or the grandchildren. Well, I've probably had uh, somewhere between 10 and 20% of the clients that I talk to about IRAs say, I have enough income coming in, do I really have to take my IRA required minimum distribution? The answer is yes, you do. It's part of the law. They've changed the date and the age at which you have to take that. So if you're younger and you haven't started yet, right now it's age 73. If you've already started your minimum distributions, you have to continue taking them. You don't get the advantage of that age change which took place in 2020, right after the pandemic for COVID started. Yeah, and when I just said, you know, a lot of clients we advise if they don't want the RMD and don't need the RMD uh, to do life insurance, especially for uh, children or grandchildren, that may not sound exciting to you listening at home, but it really is because cash value life insurance can be a phenomenal uh, retirement tool and you can set up a legacy for your children or grandchildren for when they retire. Um, life insurance is the single biggest benefit in the tax code. So let's talk about that subject for just one minute, and here's how it works. So you have to take your required minimum distribution, your IRA. You take the money, you pay the income taxes on it, depending upon what investment is in. 
like an annuity, for example, you can have the taxes withheld. You get the net check, you don't really need the money, give it to somebody, give it to your children, give it to your grandchildren, give it away, give it to your charity. There's other things you can do for the charity, but we're not going to, I don't want to sidestep that um, just yet. But take that excess money, and if you're healthy, fund it in a life insurance policy, as Peter just mentioned. When you do that, uh, you're buying a benefit that's going to increase the value of your estate. You're going to leave more money to whoever you name your name as your beneficiaries. The money, when they get it from the insurance policy, it's income tax-free. Nobody has to pay a nickel of income taxes on it. It's a great way, if you don't need your RMD, to take the money and use it to buy something else to increase the value of your estate. Or if it's for a uh, grandchild or child, that cash value continues to grow and grow, and then that money is there for their retirement. They can take out the cash value. They can, they just, can borrow it. Yeah, they can just borrow it. and Without having to take it, it as their, income. Yep. Um, and I would say most of our clients enjoy giving while they are alive. Uh, but not everyone does, and some of them choose to do like a life insurance policy or some type of an account that will pass on to the children or grandchildren when they're gone. It's called legacy planning. A legacy uh, that they don't want them to know about, the beneficiaries to know about. But most, I would say, enjoy you know seeing uh, the joy and the help that it gives to their their loved ones while they're still around. Right. So we have a great team of financial advisors here, and you can reach us at. Give us a call. You should give us a call if you're confused about any of these rules. You should give us a call if you have not done planning. We can help with 401Ks, 403Bs, IRAs, or any other retirement plan. We've done a lot of work with uh, uh, people uh, retiring from local unions, and the paperwork is ridiculously complicated, and we help you fill that out. But uh, give us a call. But retirement accounts in general can be very complicated because they they make you deal with a lot of different issues such as investments, taxes, withdrawal strategies, and making sure you're going to have enough money for the rest of your life. These are all very difficult things, and that's what our planning is designed to help you do. So the IRA is a very common one that most people are familiar with. Even if you don't have an IRA right now, maybe you're going to convert your 401k or 403b or 457 or some other workplace retirement account into an IRA. So let's talk about that subject for just a minute, Pete. Okay. Um, Once you reach the age of 59 and a half, a lot of people don't realize that many, many of your 401ks will allow you to take it and roll it into an IRA account instead. And there can be some valuable reasons to do that. First of all, you're going to have better investment choices. You probably don't even know what it's invested in sometimes at your 401k account. Or you don't have the time to make changes and you just go with the flow and look at your statement every month and see whether you're making or losing money. And not to take you too much off topic there, but uh, I can't begin to tell you how many people I meet with who are working and they have no idea what's going on inside of their 401k. Uh, and some people are very conservative and they don't realize that they can actually talk to the HR department at their company if it's large enough uh, or at least the company that is managing the 401ks and change the um, investment strategy inside of their 401k to maybe be more conservative or maybe be more aggressive. You want to be more aggressive usually when you're younger and have a lot more time to go before retirement not always, though. Some people are very conservative, and they just want to uh, have a nice, slow, steady growth and not have the risk. Well, however, we're going to talk about um, additional mistakes that people make in just a moment. We're going to take a short break and be right back. Please stay with us and uh, learn as much as you can about your IRAs. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Pete Lance and Ray Lance, your host this morning for Money Wise. We're talking about IRAs and retirement accounts. And, you know, earlier I said discussion about taxes and concerns about taxes have been around for a really long time. So since it's a Sunday morning, let's give a Bible verse about taxes. This is from Luke chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. That should be a quotation for today, don't you think, Pete? Very true. Taxes really run our lives. So here's the funny thing about taxes. Um, Yes, we know we have taxes. Does anybody like to pay taxes? No. You get sales taxes, you got gasoline taxes, you got clothing taxes in some states, you got income taxes, you got inheritance taxes in some states, you got estate taxes. Taxes, taxes, taxes. But the thing is, if you pay attention to some of the rules, you can reduce the amount of taxes that you have to pay. And that should be everybody's job and everybody is concerned. How about Albert Einstein? Do you think he's a pretty smart guy, Pete? Uh, Was it Einstein who couldn't tie his own shoes, I I read recently? Einstein didn't learn to speak until he was five years old. Because his brain was so busy probably thinking about everything. But it's true, he didn't talk until he was five years old. But he once said, the hardest thing in the world to understand is the income tax. It's thousands of pages. Well, that was also back then, never mind what it is now. Of course. Well, we talked about mistakes when you're dealing with your IRA accounts. One of the biggest mistakes that people make is uh, failing to roll over the 401k account or the 453 or the 457 into an IRA when you leave your employer. Um, I suppose uh, there's a couple of reasons for uh, not wanting to roll over, but not. I think the reasons to roll it over far outweigh the reasons not to roll it over. Uh, you have a lot more investment choices if you roll it over. You have a lot more control over your investment. And most people don't even think about their 401k when they retire. But I've seen people who've been retired for years and still have the money sitting in a 401k account. And I say, why? Why don't you put it into an IRA? Yeah, there's a lot of good reasons to do that. Um, I mentioned earlier about uh, making sure that your investment strategy is what your risk tolerance is uh, in line and, and that they're in line with one another. Some people are really shocked when they see their... 401k or you know really any uh, account that's in the stock market effectively and I can do um, what's called a risk score and show them truly uh, how risky their um, portfolio is their 401k is whatever and some people are really like oh my god I didn't realize that and I want to get more conservative well not only do you have more risk uh, quite often in a 401k account but you can address that as a financial advisor can't you pete you can do analysis and yeah i can do a, a full morningstar report uh, a risk alive score which is what i just told you about uh there's uh, something new called nitrogen it used to be called risk alive uh and they do basically their own version of a morningstar report and go to uh goes into great detail often too much detail for most people but Uh, I at least give them the opportunity to see all the detail and usually show them the things that they're most interested in, which is how their portfolio is stacking up against the S&P 500, both performance-wise and uh, risk-wise. And I think it's a fair statement to make that if you have money in a 401k account, typically you're probably going to be paying larger fees, higher fees than what you would if you had it into an IRA account. Not necessarily always. Not always, but usually. Um, another thing that's important uh, for people to realize and not always do, you should be contributing as much as possible and especially at least up to what the company matches if they match. Mm-hmm. You'd be yep. surprised how many people you know, contribute 2% and the company will match 6 or, And I've seen some companies match up to you know, 8% or something, and it's, it's not very common, but I tell those people, take advantage contribute 8%. Well, here's some of the benefits and some of the reasons to roll over your 401k or 453 or 403b into an IRA account. You can, first of all, consolidate your retirement funds. You're going to have more control over your investments. You're going to have potentially lower fees. And um, 
you're going to have certainly a wider range of investment choices, including individual stocks, bank accounts, ETFs, annuities, and more. But a lot of people get busy with their new job. Um, I think it's safe to say that one of the bigger mistakes that people make is don't automatically assume that when you take a new job, you want to roll over your 401k from the old company into the new company. You have a unique opportunity, especially if you're changing jobs, to move it. What are some of the other times you can move your 401k, Pete, into an IRA? Um, you know, when you're 59 and a half or... Okay. Most companies will allow you to do that. Every once in a while, I'll see a company. Uh, I think I had issues with Dana-Farber as an employer, if I remember, where you couldn't do that unless you severed employment. It's not often, but sometimes I get caught up reading an article and, and all of a sudden you ask me a question and I'm taken off guard because I'm reading the article and only not even half paying attention to you. I'm like 20% paying attention to you. Well, in any event, um, take advantage of the opportunity, especially if you're 59 and a half, you can do what's called an in-service distribution. Most companies will allow it, not all. Most companies allow it, and you can roll it from the existing 401k into a new IRA account. And um, some people you know, choose to continue keeping it in their 401k, but a lot of people are thinking, gee, I'm getting close to retirement age, and no, I would like to do an in-service distribution and have other options to invest and maybe more tailored to my needs and my risk tolerance. So let's talk about mistake number two, um, which is choosing the wrong rollover transfer method. The one thing you never want to do is to do what's called a direct transfer, where the money will go to you first. If you take the money from your 401k, for example, and then have it go to you first, there's a mandatory 20% withholding. You don't ever want to be in that position. On the other hand, if you have a direct transfer from the 401k company into an IRA, that one is okay. Yeah, we don't really see it often, if ever, really. I can't remember the last time I saw somebody do this, um, but you really don't want to do anything other than um, rolling it over because you don't want to be uh, paying any penalties. Uh, you also have a, a time period in which you have to do that. Again, I, I can't remember the last time that I saw somebody do it because usually they don't do it without getting the advice of us, um, and that's a smart thing to do, of course. Well, what you want to do is what they call a transfer, excuse me, a trustee to trustee transfer, have it go from one company directly to the other. And usually it, the, the transfer is done um, directly, as you said, from one company to another. If a check is involved, then it's typically made out to the transferring company. Right. And then FBO, which means for benefit of, and then your name. Right. It'll say, you know, John Jones for the benefit of. Uh, excuse me, to uh, a certain company for the benefit FBO, of John Jones. John Jones. F FBO. We don't ever take the money into our account, ever. Um, that doesn't happen on these rollovers. Yeah, and actually another important thing to um, share with you is uh, we don't ever take money, cash, check, anything made out to us or to the company. It's always to the companies that we uh, work with. And also we are very upfront with um any fees that we might have uh, in, in working with us. Um, as an example, we don't charge a fee to sit with us and to do financial planning with us. If you do work with us, we will get a fee um, either from the um, uh, company that we work with from their future earnings and all of your money goes 100% to work for you. If you had a brokerage account, then yes, there is a fee and we disclose that. Right, so the, the rollover rules are very important to make. But the third mistake, I guess, would be not accounting for the tax implications of traditional IRAs. Again, this is money that has never been taxed, so don't overlook the fact that Uncle Sam is a, really a partner in your IRA account. They want to get their piece yeah, and of as the I, money. As I said earlier, it's, it's absolutely true. An IRA is an IOU to Uncle Sam and to the IRS. A lot of people sometimes will look at their IRA statement and they see a large balance and they think all that money belongs to them. No, that's wrong. In order to access that money, you've got to pay Uncle Sam the taxes. But we do some good tax doing. planning here and can you know help you out in many ways other than just doing basic financial planning. We are experts in tax planning. 
you ever hear the name Charles Schwab? No, no, who's he? <laughs> very famous investment company. Here's a quotation from him I remember very vividly. I wrote about it in one of my books, my first IRA. I contributed $2,000 every year, and in 21 years, the funds in that IRA account grew to $260,000, 21 years. Seems like sort of a miracle, but it happened. Um, interestingly enough, uh, the custodian, and literally that's all it is, it's just the custodian that holds the money, holds the assets for our clients here um, in, in my company, USA Wealth Advisors, that's only securities-related um, funds, uh, and I'm the only one in the office that is securities licensed and uh, does that type of business that is essentially in the stock market. Um, the holding company, Custodian, was TD Ameritrade, and it's moving to Charles Schwab. So any of you listening who are clients, uh, you should have already received an email communication from us, but uh, in case it went to spam or you didn't read it, uh, there's going to be zero change whatsoever. Um, there's no, you know, fees to do this, no fees to transfer. The only difference is the cash holdings uh, is going to have an increase in uh, interest earned by a whopping one-tenth of one percent. So it's actually a positive change, if ever so small a positive change. Well, the important point here is you need to um, make sure you plan for the tax implications of traditional IRAs. Maybe you take your withdrawals out over several years. Maybe you do a Roth conversion, as we've mentioned. Um, you could take advantage of other tax-efficient investment vehicles. Um, as we mentioned earlier, possibly doing life insurance, cash value, whole life insurance, not term. Well, or, or term, but you know, the cash value of whole life is a much better uh, option. So Roth conversions are not for everybody. Uh, they're particularly beneficial for somebody with a... Um, a bit of a larger um, IRA account. And as I mentioned earlier, it's really beneficial, and you want to talk about leaving a real legacy, do a Roth conversion for your beneficiaries. We're going to take a, another break and be right back in just a, a few short uh, minutes here. Stay tuned, and uh, we'll talk to you more about IRAs. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508 508- 998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise this morning with uh, myself, Ray Lance, and Pete Lance. We're here to give you some useful information, hopefully, on common IRA mistakes. And we've talked about not knowing the real differences between Roth and traditional. I've had people doing Roths that really probably shouldn't have done Roths because they didn't have enough money. They don't get a deduction when they contribute to a Roth. Or taking money out too early. Now, sometimes people say, well, gee, I'm going to retire at 62. I want to start collecting Social Security, and I've got money in my IRA account, but I'm not going to touch that until later. Sometimes you are better off taking money out of an IRA account earlier so you can wait until later to take your Social Security because the, the longer you can wait all the way up until your full retirement age, generally around age 67 or age 70, which is the maximum age, uh, if you wait until then, you're going to have a larger Social Security check, not only at the beginning, but also at the rest of your life. Yeah, we have that conversation all the time, and it's an important one. You have to um, you know, be smart about where you pull the money out if you do need money for income purposes, uh, and we can always assist people in making those decisions. It does make sense to delay Social Security, uh, if you have assets that may not be earning uh, that guaranteed 8%, and not many assets can do something like that for you. So, Probably uh, the worst mistake I, I see all the time, though, is people just not keeping up to date with their beneficiary schedules. Yeah. It's not enough just to name your spouse, for example, as your beneficiary. Who's going to be secondary beneficiary? Yeah. 
Roth conversions are certainly not for everyone, uh, but they could be potentially a very useful thing. Uh, again, the, uh, if you have a large estate, it could be very useful. If you have beneficiaries that you're really going to want to leave a legacy for, it's useful. If you are even considering it, if it's been something that's been on your mind and you're thinking, gee, should I consider it and is it something that's right for me, give us a call and meet with us. If you are going to do it, you should do it before 2025 when the tax rates are going to go up again. But I mentioned in the first segment that we are um, always able to do Zoom meetings. We've been doing them just like every other company has been doing since COVID. And we've been finding out that more and more people are preferring that method of meeting. We're happy to have a Zoom meeting with you. We'll send you an email with a link uh, on the day and time that you select. And uh, other, otherwise, we're happy to have a phone conference. Not everybody wants to come in, and we're happy and understanding that, you know, if that's something that you prefer, we are offering that to you. Give us a call at 508-998-8858 or email us at info at usawealthgroup.com. Don't forget that there are catch-up contributions. You can contribute more to an IRA once you reach the age of 50. You can give an extra $1,000 over the regular amount you can contribute. And there are um, income limits to contributing to a Roth IRA, and this is a little bit more complicated and certainly not for everyone, but there's something called um, a um, backdoor Roth IRA conversion, and we can assist you with that if that's something, if you have a large income and you're looking to do a Roth IRA uh, conversion, you can actually um, contribute to a traditional IRA and then convert it into a Roth. Here's a big mistake that a lot of people make too is, let's say you're, you're married. Um, in order to put money into an IRA in the first place, you have to have income. It has to be earned income. It can't just be interest savings on a bank account or right. something. You have to have earned income from working. What happens if you're working but your spouse is not working? Do you know that you can make a contribution for both? So you can contribute not only for yourself, but you can contribute for the uh, account of your non-working spouse. Um, don't forget that if you inherit an IRA, somebody dies and you're listed as a beneficiary, you have to take required minimum distributions every year. You've got to take money out of it. Uh, don't forget that um, you've got to do this. So there's a lot of IRA mistakes that people make. There's a lot of information that's useful. And by the way, we have a really great tax chart and other handouts that we can use uh, and provide you. We've got something called uh, Tax Explorer, uh, which is a great little uh, handout. And it's for people who have more important things to do in retirement than worry about their taxes. We're happy to provide that. It's a TaxWise Retirement Guide. Uh, we also have something called the Guide to Taxes in Your Retirement. Um, we purchase this every year. We're happy to provide that. I want to be really clear. We're not going to give you everything if you call and say, I want everything you've got on taxes. But yeah, we've got an enormous amount, including a back, um, front and back, uh, one page, but front and back, 2023 tax summary. And uh, it goes into great detail about your IRA and pension plan limits, your gift and estate taxes, your standard deductions, regular tax brackets. Um, that's actually something that some people are, get confused about as the tax brackets. Um, and some people think that, well, gee, if I'm in this tax bracket, I'm paying the entire amount. No, it's it's um, graduated. It's uh, not graduate. Can't think of the word. It's it's a step up in terms of the amount of taxes that you pay, and only at certain limits do you pay that additional amount. Uh, goes into healthcare and education. Uh, Social Security, uh, it's it's really a phenomenal handout, and we're happy to give that to you. But yeah, we have too much to, to give every, uh, all of it to people who call in. But we'd be happy to mail it to you or have you pick it up at our office. I'll uh, give out the phone number one last time, which is 508-998-8858. Or send an email. Or send an email, and we'll, uh, you can probably uh, have these scan an email pretty easily by Andrew or Ronnie. Maybe. We have to make sure we weren't violating any copyright laws in doing that, or trademark laws, copyright laws, I guess. But um, don't overlook the tax impact of inheriting an IRA. Until COVID in the year 2020, the rule used to be that if you were named as a beneficiary 
and you inherited somebody else's IRA, um, you could stretch it out. It was called a stretch IRA, and you could stretch it out on over your own personal life expectancy. So there wasn't a big tax hit. Um, so under the current laws, the stretch IRA strategy is no longer allowed unless you're a spouse. Right. And that means that the entire balance of the inherited IRA might need to be distributed within 10 years from the original owner's death. And that can create a potentially large tax liability for the beneficiary. Yep. And if you are concerned about the tax impact of leaving your IRA to a non-spouse beneficiary, it's really important to meet with like us. a child. Yeah, a child uh, for, for sure, grandchildren, children. So typically if you have someone who's retired, let's say it's you and you've got a decent sized IRA and you're leaving your IRA to uh, children and they're still working, almost by definition, they're gonna be in a higher tax bracket. And now that they have to take this money over a 10 year period, it could potentially put them into an even higher tax bracket. It's a waste of taxes. And so if you are um, going to be leaving uh, that large IRA to a non-spouse beneficiary, it's definitely important to meet with us. We can you know, help you explore more tax-efficient alternatives. Uh, we've already talked about possibly doing a uh, Roth IRA conversion. We've talked about doing life insurance um, for yourself or for your beneficiaries, depending on your age and your qualification on life insurance. Uh, another thing is creating a charitable trust. Uh, that's something that we do fairly regularly and can be um, a, a big savior for you and your estate. Yep, it's uh, sometimes called a charitable remainder trust. Um, a gentleman named uh, Jean-Baptiste Colbert once said, the art of taxation consists in so plucking the goose as to obtain the largest amount of feathers with the least amount of hissing. I've always liked that quotation. He must have been very French. I, I think so. Probably Canadian. Let's, let's be generous and say he was Canadian. Anyway, one of the last quotation I have for today, uh, Steve Forbes once said, the politicians say, we can't afford a tax cut. Maybe we can't afford the politicians. Yeah, I like that. Hey, one. I wonder how much money we'd save in this country if we didn't have as many politicians. We need another constitutional amendment to reduce the size of the Senate and the House of Representatives. I, I am not you know, going to be talking on the left or on the right. I'm just talking in general terms. I cannot stand most politicians on you know, the grand scheme of things because they just don't give a, you know, what um, a rat's about us. something. Yeah, they, they, they just, <laughs> uh, it drives me nuts that they can't get things done and that they're not really working for their constituents. It drives me insane. All right, let's talk about the single biggest reason uh, that people make mistakes. And that's our reason number 10 down here not engaging in tax planning. Every single time we meet with clients, we look at taxes. We wanna see what tax bracket you're in. We wanna see if there are things that you could do to save income taxes, estate taxes in particular. I think it's only 13 or 14 states in this country right now have an estate tax. Massachusetts is one of them. And we only have a $1 million exemption, which means if you have assets worth more than a million dollars, you have a taxable estate. I was surprised. I think it was the Wall Street Journal. I just saw it this morning. Uh, was it on CNN or was it on Wall Street Journal? I don't remember, but uh, it had the top five states to retire in and the bottom five states to retire in. I was actually surprised that Massachusetts, one of the top five worst states to retire in, just because of you know the taxes in, in this commonwealth. I just heard a, a report over the weekend, and I had heard it was number 10 on the list in mm. terms of uh, being least tax-friendly. Mm. But in any event, that's not something to be proud of, is it? Taxachusetts. Well, most importantly, we want to tell you, if you do some planning and do some planning with us, we're here to tell you that we can help you save money, save your family money, and make you feel a lot more comfortable about um, how you're doing it. Without a comprehensive tax plan, you're gonna absolutely end up paying more in taxes than you need to, and you're gonna reduce your after-tax uh, amount. And as I mentioned in the first segment, we 
uh, do a lot of tax planning and we continuously keep up with our learning and education to better serve you and look forward to seeing you here in our office soon or in a conference call or a Zoom meeting with you soon. So here's what you should do. You should call 508-998-8858 to make an appointment or arrange a Zoom conference. And remember, if not now, when? We look forward to being with you again next week on the radio. We thank you very much for listening. Let the professionals at USA Wealth Group help you protect your family and money. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We will be with you again next week on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions. Decisions regarding your IRA. This radio show is a paid placement.